0: So, we are doing chapter 19, canto 4. King Prithu's 100 horse sacrifices. The great sage Maitreya continued. My dear Vidura, King Prithu initiated the performance of 100 horse sacrifices at the spot where the river Saraswati flows towards the east. This piece of land is known as the Brahmavarta and is controlled by the Man." When the most powerful Indra, the King of Heaven, saw this, he considered the fact that King Prithu was going to exceed him in fruitful activities. Thus Indra could not tolerate the great sacrificial ceremonies performed by King Prithu. The Supreme Personality of Godhead Lord Vishnu is present in everybody's heart as the Supersoul and he is the proprietor of planets and the enjoyer of the results of all sacrifices he was personally present at the sacrifices made by King Pritho. When Lord Vishnu appeared in the sacrificial arena, Lord Brahma, Lord Shiva and all the chief predominating personalities of every planet as well as their followers came with him. When he appeared on the scene, the residents of Gandharvaloka, the great sages and the residents of Apsara Loka all praised him. The Lord was accompanied by the residents of Siddhaloka and the Vidyadara Loka, all the descendants of Diti and the demons and the yakshas. He was also accompanied by the chief associate headed by Sunanda and Nanda. My dear Vidura, In that great sacrifice, the entire land came to like the milk producing Kamadhenu and thus by the performance of Yajna, all daily necessities of life were supplied. I'm sorry, I missed out one. Great devotees who are always engaged in the service of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, as well as the great sages named Kapila, Narada and Tatraya, and the masters of the mystic powers headed by Sanaka Kumar, all attended the great sacrifice with Lord Vishnu. My dear Vidura, in that great sacrifice the entire land came to be like the milk producing Kamadinu, and thus by the performance of Yajna, all daily necessities for life were supplied. The flowing rivers supplied all kinds of taste, sweet, pungent, sour, etc. And the very big trees supplied fruits and honey in abundance. The cows, having eaten sufficient green grass, supplied profuse quantity of milk, curd, clarified butter and similar other necessities. King Prithu was present, presented with various gifts from the general populace and predominating deities of all planets. The oceans and the seas were full of valuable jewels and pearls and the hills were full of chemicals and fertilizers. Four kinds of edibles were produced profusely. King Prithu was dependent on Krishna who is known as Adhokshaja because King Prithu performed so many sacrifices. He was superhumanly enhanced by the mercy of Supreme Lord. King Prithu's opulence, however, could not be tolerated by the King of Heaven Indra who tried to impede the progress of his opulence. When Prithu Maharaj was performing the last horse sacrifice that is the Ashwamehyagya, King Indra, invisible to everyone, stole the horses intended for the sacrifice. He did this because of the great envy of King Prithu. Now I think you have got the gist of the whole thing. When, when we are on the path Of the divine, that is towards the spiritual, when we are moving towards the spiritual path, the mind plays a fantastic role in dissuading you. It is going to tell you hundreds of times see, this is not the right thing. Okay? What is the point? What is the point? What is the point? I mean, you will be dissuaded to that level that is robbing the horses, as we call it. Now, Ashwame Gyagya. Ashwameha Yagya is the performance of a particular kind of a sacrifice. Now, this sacrifice is done by the kings of the highest orders. That means, let us say for example, if there is a very rich man. Now he is a pious and a very rich person at both simultaneously. What would he do? He would perform a very great sacrifice. If you remember, Sri Ram also did Ashwameha Yagya including Yudhishthir. Yudhishthir sent the horses ahead. Okay, Sri Ram also sent them. And they were stopped by love and kush. Correct? Here, the horses were accompanied in Mahabharata. The horses were accompanied by Arjuna. And wherever the horses went, he started conquering those lands. He reached the furthest end of India. At that time, India was extending right up to what is called today as uh, Vietnam and all those places, Vietnam, Indonesia, that itself was Indochina, you know, those entire land, Burma and all that was Indochina. So the entire land got captured by him. In our body, when, when we have reached the highest zenith, let's say for example, we have got something like maybe the highest of the ranks, or maybe we have got the greatest of the jobs that are there, or we have got some prize. If you remember, you know, when uh, when somebody wins an Oscar, you you see how the, uh, the way they uh, they will dress up, the way they will go. Achievement. It's an achievement. Somebody who wins a Nobel Prize, how does he go for that? So he is going there to receive the prize with pomp and glory, and he he has good dress on and so on and so forth. It's exactly like that, you know. So what happens is King Prithu. now the rains have come, the entire fields were green, there is a lot of money flowing and so on and so forth. So he is performing this Yajna. Now the Yajna is presided over by the Lord himself, Vishnu himself has come. Now Vishnu means the goodness, basically what we call as the divinity or what we call as the Supreme Divine Consciousness. The Divine Consciousness, that means you are doing this kind of a Yajna with the innermost feeling of heart, from the innermost heart. At that point in time, the mind feels that, see, he is taking away all the things that I am supposed to be having. Okay. So, Indra Dev. He is always very much worried that his throne is going to be taken away. He is always worried to that level where he feels Ki, you know, if given a chance tomorrow this guy is going to become very pious and then he will forget me. Remember the person who is in the spiritual doesn't use his mind. He believes in the divine consciousness and the divine consciousness works through his body. That is all that is there. Where is the mind given any scope? The mind is never given any scope. So the mind is always at crossroads with him, showing him the darker sides of life. Always showing him, sab hai. don't go after all these things, one day you are going to fall down from where you are and then you will come back to me again, okay? So don't think about it like that, don't, don't you go after that, all these sacrifices and all. When King Indra was taking away the horses, he dressed himself to appear like a liberated person that means it shows you i am liberated see i am an independent mind i can show you the path of liberation this all these things you know by going towards all these puja part and all that is not going to give you anything there is a liberation path of liberation this is the path you follow me actually this dress was a form of cheating for it falsely created an impression of religion it is telling you that there is no God. It is telling you, so you think there is a God existing in this world. There is no, nothing like a God, okay? You want not meet him also. What are you are going to do over there? Any which way, has anybody seen God? No, no. So then you think you are going to meet him. Nothing like that is ever going to happen. When Indra went into the outer space, in this way, the great sage Atri saw him and understood the whole situation. That is my guru's father, he saw him, yeah. When the son of King Prithu was informed by Atri of King Indra's trick, he immediately became very angry and followed Indra calling, calling to call him, to kill him, calling, wait, wait. King Indra was fraudulently dressed as a sannyasi, having knotted his hair on his head and smeared ashes all over his body. This is a false pretext. You get these all kind of creatures in the world, you know. Jai bolena, Then they will have all that thing smeared over their body and they will say, bam bole, hum jannat dikhayenge. So <laughs> Upon seeing such dress, the son of King Prithu considered Indra as a religious man and pious sannyasi. Therefore, he did not release his arrows. When Atri Muni saw that the son of King Prithu did not kill Indra but, return, but returned deceived by him, Atri Muni again instructed him to kill the heavenly king because he thought that Indra had become the lowliest of the demigods due to the impending the execution of King Prithu's sacrifice. He is putting obstacles in the way. See, when something is about good to happen, you know. Obstacles. These are the things which are going to put the obstacles in the way. You are re- you are going towards the uh, divinity and suddenly out of the way somebody will come. Like in uh, that uh, Santoshima picture, you know, mm. that uh, she would put one limbu and then the whole thing gets spoiled. <laughs> okay. Being thus informed, the grandson of King Vena immediately began to follow Indra was fleeing through the sky in great haste. He was very angry with him and he chased him just as the king of the vultures chased Ravana. When Indra saw that the son of Prithu was chasing him, he immediately abandoned his false dress and left the horses. Indeed, he disappeared from that very spot and the great hero, the son of Maharaj Prithu, returned the horses to his father's sacrificial arena. My dear Lord Vidura, when the great sages observed the wonderful prowess of the son of King Prithu, they all agreed to give him the name Vijit Satsua. My dear Vidura, Indra, being the king of heaven and very powerful, immediately brought a dense darkness upon the sacrificial arena. Covering the whole scene in this way, he again took away the horses, which were chained with golden shackles near the wooden instruments where animals are sacrificed. You may remember this is a similar scene which happened when Sri Ram was getting coronation you know done mm-hmm. uh, in Ayodhya and there Mantara had already said those beautiful words in Kaikai. the uh, ears of Kaikai and Kaikai was sitting with this dense cloud over her head. Indra is this. Indra is like Kaikai is cloud, you know which is called shak and all these kind of things. They You will get all these things happening at that moment in time. Everything like this happens. Yes. And uh, not only inside. Remember, Indra is going outside the arena. Mm-hmm. This fellow outside the arena means including the scenery around you also changes. Because remember, Indra is mind. What the mind does is, it looks at the same object with a tainted view ok it will tell you something very s- stupid I mean just think about it huh? you will say don't touch that water just now you touch something dirty with your hands No, go wash your hands have you seen this is a stupid thing but it appears to us at that suddenly it will come oh my hands are dirty I have to go and wash them and then the time is ticking away and that person is telling you Ab uh, samay ho hai, aake yajman, aake baito. And yajman is busy telling the kitchen, you know, abhi ye khana bana rahe ho, Sir, time is going. Please come fast. It is so funny that exactly at that mortam, some nonsense is going to happen. Okay, in our in our Hindi films they show, na, exactly when the person is about to put the varmala, suddenly the villain will appear from somewhere, Yeah, then the whole thing starts all over again. It's exactly how Indra Dev behaves. So again, once again he is trying his stunts. What he does? He comes again, covers the whole place up and again bolts that whole place out and takes away the horses. The great sage R3 again pointed out to the son of King Prithu that Indra was fleeing through the sky. The great hero, the son of Prithu, chased him again But when he saw that Indra was carrying in his hand a staff with a skull at the top and was wearing the dress of a sannyasi, he still chose not to kill him. Doubts. Okay. And we get false confirmation. We look at signs. The signs are so very obvious to us. And at that time, you know, doubt will come in your mind. Is God telling me something different? Should I take this decision or not take a decision? Just when the decision is about to be taken, the person says, uh, I, there are certain signs, you know, certain, uh, what do you call them? Yeah, indications of what you call that, you know, omens. And the omens are, you see this Indra over there with the staff in his hand, and you say, oh, God is telling me, at this point in time, I should not take this decision it is so common for every human being to go through this and then you lost the mother. no 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 you don't because if if, if over there is vishnu <laughs> see devotion is such a powerful tool nobody understands that even if 100 indras come vishnu is standing over there your devotion will yield fruit that is the power of vishnu he won't let a no he won't so he has got all his people around him like Atri. Atri Muni. Okay. The internal being of ours, the one, the voice which talks to us. Okay. Which basically gives us the leads. So when the great sage Atri again gave directions, the king of Prithu, the, the son of King Prithu became very angry and placed an arrow on his bow. Upon seeing this King Indra immediately abandoned the false dress of a sannyasi and giving up the horse made himself invisible. Then the great hero Vijitatsva, the son of King Prithu, again took the horse and returned to his father's sacrificial arena. Since that time, certain men with a poor fund of knowledge have adopted the dress of a false sannyasi. It was King Indra who introduced this. So King Indra is the person who is... (laughs) who introduce this false dress of a sannyasi. Okay, so now you know. In every place, you will when you meet this kind of sannyasis, then you should know whose, whose, uh, you know, the teachings they are. Indras, whatever different form Indra assumes as a mendicant because of his desire to seize the horses were a symbol of aesthetic philosophy. <laughs> See. The symbol of Aesthetic Philosophy. What is Aesthetic Philosophy? The same rules which we seem to overlook at that point in time, suddenly the rules will stand in front of you and say, no, 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 today is not the right day. See, today is, of course, it is. today is supposed to be a very, very auspicious day. That day you have taken out 100 years ago, you know, you have done the charts and this and that suddenly on that day you will find clouds have gathered. you will say I put up a pandal over here it is going to rain everybody is going to get wet how am I going to conduct this so this is uh, shadi ka time hai. and shadi ka ya, bada koi chal and at that point in time you say suddenly you know, the whole sky becomes dark and everything all you can see the woman this is Mr. Indra doing his magic ok but if you have faith All the clouds will vanish. Don't get this way. Never. And you know, he does it two, three times. And he also tells people, you know, I mean, uh, as Brito and others have seen, how many people come and want to give their own formulas? Sir, this is to be done like this only. No, 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 no. you have to do like this. Somebody else will come and... These are called false Pansanyasis, okay? They are Indra's great army of secret agents. So they will come and tell you. Even in wedding ceremonies, they, you will find that there is one person who is actually telling you the right procedure, and there will be four others standing over there. somebody else will come from that other side. Oh, you should have changed your dress. You know, now this dress is not correct. This dress was used for the previous occasion. So you mean to say, I need to have a bloody Sarika Dukan right next door to me. Udarshi dake change karke lanega. Ya phir dress Dress department. Otherwise, see, you have offered already 10 coconuts. Okay, one, two, three, four. Then somebody else will come. Oh, you have not offered this coconut for this, so get another 11 more. Okay, mere paas Kerala hai kya? Pura coconut ka jhaar laga ke rakha. It's, This is exactly how it works So Whatever different form Indra assumes as a mendicant Because of the desire of his Of his desire to seize the horses Are a symbol of aesthetic philosophy He is going to do like this kind of nonsensical stuff He will give you rules Within rules, within rules Okay And then he will say देखो ये मंटप को है ना ये येलो कलर इधर रेड कलर के साथ बराबर नहीं दिखता इसमें ग्रीन लगा। somebody else will and say green is in a country It's dusra country ka color hai color you know how funny it happens you go dressed in white and they will say you dress in black and you say we are a green color. So what do you to I have a green color. occasion, I have a red color. So this is how half the sari. One red and green. So this is the funny part where every activity is demolished like this. In this way, King Indra, to, in order to steal the horse from King Prithu's sacrifice, adopted several orders of Sanyasa. Some Sannyasis go naked, some wear red garments and pass under the name of Kapalika. Red color garments and they will have the Kapalika, they will, they will come with that, you know, ek, uh, they are simply symbolic representation of the sinful activities. These so called Sannyasis are very much appreciated by sinful people because they are all godless atheists and very expert in putting forward arguments and reasons to support their case. We must know, however, that they are only passing as adherents of religion and not so, in fact. Unfortunately, bewildered persons accept them as religious and being attracted to them spoil their lives. So, don't get carried away by these kind of idiots who come along the path and keep on telling you karo, karo, itna limbu lagau, karo, dikna karo. Bola hai, koi hai. King Maharaj Pratu, who was celebrated as a very powerful, immediately took up his bow and arrow and prepared to kill Indra himself because Indra had introduced such irregular sannyasa orders. When the priest and all the others saw Maharaj Pratu very angry and prepared to kill Indra, they requested him, O oh great soul, do not kill him, for only sacrificial animals can be killed in a sacrifice. Such are the directions given by Shastras. We don't sacrifice our mind. Because mind is an elusive creature. When you say you leave the mind at the feet of the Lord. Doesn't mean that you kill the mind and put it over there. If you kill the mind you can never reach the Lord. Understand this. Mind is a tool used for reaching there. It has to be used for the purpose of goodness in this world. Not for achieving Ulterior motives in this My dear, dear king Indra's powers are already reduced Due to his attempt to impair the execution of your sacrifice We shall call him by Vedic mantras Which have never been before used And certainly he will come Thus by the power of our mantra We shall cast him into the fire Because he is your enemy Casting Indra into the fire That means sacrificing Indra Not directly You don't go and murder him You will murder yourself then so best thing for you to do is, use him for the purpose of sacrifice. Just like if you remember in the last chapter we have used so many proper things you know, in our world. Like say uh, even the Brahaspati has been used, somewhere some other has been used, like that. <laughs> My dear Nidura, after giving the king this advice, The priest who had been engaged in performing the sacrifice called for Indra, the king of heaven in a mood of great anger. When they were just ready to put the oblation in the fire, Lord Brahma appeared in the scene and forbade them to start the sacrifice. Lord Brahma addressed them thus, my dear sacrificial performers, you cannot kill Indra, the king of the heavens. It is not your duty. We are not supposed to kill him. Nobody is supposed to kill the mind incidentally. Nobody is supposed to kill the You should know that Indra is as good as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Indeed he is one of the most powerful assistants of the Personality of Godhead. You are trying to satisfy all the demigods by the performance of this Yajna. But you should know that all these demigods are but part and parcel of Indra, the king of heaven. How then can you kill him in the great sacrifice? without our great friend, we cannot use any other part of our body. right? In order to make trouble and impede the performance of King Prithu's great sacrifice, King Indra has adopted some means that in the future will destroy the clear path of religious life. I draw your attention to this fact. If you oppose him any further, he will further misuse his powers and introduce many other irreligious systems. Let there be only 99 sacrificial performance for Maharaj Prithu. Lord Brahma concluded, Lord Brahma then turned towards Maharaj Prithu and informed him that since he was thoroughly aware of the path of liberation, what is the use of performing more sacrifices? Lord Brahma continued, let there be good fortune to both you and you and King Indra as both part and parcel of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, therefore you should not be angry with King Indra who is non-different from you. My dear king, do not be agitated and anxious because your sacrifices have not been properly executed due to the providential impediments. That means providence. Destiny creates this kind of problems. Kindly take my words with great respect. We should always remember that if something happens by providential arrangement, we should not be sorry. We should not be very sorry. The more we try to rectify such reversals, the more we enter into the darkest regions of materialistic thought. Did you get this line? It's a very important line. You see, if you are going to get disturbed by these kind of things, these are stupid things. And these kind of, all these kind of obstacles have been put by the Divine for you to rise. And you want to go and murder that king? King Indra himself, that is not the right thing to do. At that point in time, acceptance is the most important thing. Remember, your devotion will yield results. Don't lose faith. At that point in time, what happens? You lose your faith. And then you run towards Indra. And say, okay, okay, whatever you are saying is correct. No. Only the people, those who who follow false religion will do that. The people, those who are on the devotional path of the Lord, do not do this. So what do they do? They should be, these are called providential arrangements. Providence has provided, destiny has provided this kind of arrangement. They are going to be there. They are going to be there. Don't worry about that. Because we should not be sorry for that. The more we try to rectify, the more you are trying to say, you know. okay, I am going to use some rectification. I will try to do this, I will try to do that, this puja, that puja. I mean, don't bother about it. It's not... No, it is arising because we are losing faith. You see, the obstacles have been put So that your faith is completely turned towards false belief systems. So what happens at that point in time just because of these kind of things we turn towards something else. It's like this, you know. Now there is a very poor person, doesn't have any money. He doesn't have any food. So they are offered. So we will give you food and we will give you shelter. You come and join us. So what does the person do? He goes and joins that place that is something that needs to be avoided there is no need you just have your faith that is all faith is all that is required so he he goes to the darkest regions of materialistic thoughts Indra Dev's job is to take him to the worst place of materialistic thoughts see see I am offering you this the kingdom please come and take it from me Lord Brahma continued Stop the performance of these sacrifices, for they have induce, they induced Indra to introduce so many religious aspects. You should know very well that even amongst the demigods, there are many unwanted desires. Just see how Indra, the king of heaven, was creating a disturbance in the midst of sacrifice by stealing the sacrificial horse. These attractive, sinful activities he has introduced will be carried out by people in general. O King Prithu, son of Vena, You are part and parcel expansion of Lord Vishnu. Due to the mischievous activities of King Vena, religious principles were almost lost. At that opportune moment, you descended as an incarnation of Lord Vishnu. Indeed, for the protection of the religious principle, you have appeared from the body of King Vena. O protector of the people in general, please consider the purpose of your being incarnated by Lord Vishnu. The irreligious principles created by Indra, are but mothers of so many unwanted religions. Please, therefore, stop these imitations immediately. The great sage maitreya continued, when, Lord, when King Prithu was thus advised by the Supreme Teacher, Lord Brahma, he abandoned his eagerness to perform yajnas with great affection, concluded a peace with King Indra. After this, Prithu Maharaj took his bath, which is customarily taken after the performance of a yagya and received the benediction and the blessings of the demigods who were very pleased by his glorious activities. With great respect, the original King Prithu offered all kinds of rewards to the Brahmanas present at the sacrifice. Since all these Brahmanas are very much satisfied, they gave their heartfelt blessings to the King. All the great sages and Brahmanas said, O mighty King, by your invitation, all classes of living entities have attended this assembly. They have come from Pitralok and the heavenly planets and the great sages as well as the common men have attended this meeting. Now all of them are very much satisfied by your dealing and your charity towards them. This ends the chapter entitled King Prithu 100 or Sacrifices. So we have finished the 4th canto. We can start the 5th one. Isn't it? The 4th canto part 2 we will start. Because it is a continuation of the same. So we are doing chapter 20 fourth canto lord vishnu's appearance in the sacrificial arena of maharaj prithu the great sage maitriya continued my dear vidura being very much satisfied by the performance of 99 horse sacrifices lord vishnu appeared on the sea accompanying him was king indra lord vishnu then began to speak. Lord Vishnu, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, said, My dear King Prithu, Indra, the King of Heaven, had distribute, distributed your execution of 100 sacrifices. Disturbed, sorry. Now he has come with me to be forgiven by you. Therefore, excuse him. O King, one who is